What's up, Maddie? It's your favorite doctor, lawyer, teacher, plumber, astronaut, Johnny Sins here. My hair blows up when I'm alone. Inside out, I might explode. I shut my Welcome in, guys. My name is Matthew Boussard. This is If Maddie Had a Podcast. This is my show. Thank you guys for tuning in to Season 3. I really enjoyed recording this season, but before I get into it, got to talk about Season 2, and there's a couple housekeeping things that I want to go over with you guys about that. Season 2 took off. The Cook Brothers, Daniel and Martin, became the most downloaded epi by a mile, and I'm so happy to see that you guys enjoyed that and enjoyed them as much as I do. That was very, very, very cool to see. Uh, the show now has listeners in every state. The show has listeners in 11 countries around the world, and obviously that can only go up with the release of Season 3, so a massive thank you from the bottom of my heart for that. Uh, you guys have shown a lot of love for sure. Uh, some of you have sent your most listened to podcast or your most binged podcast stories from the Spotify end of the year wrap up or the Apple end of the year wrap up, uh, things like that. And it's just so overwhelming to see that, in, uh, but overwhelming in a positive way. So thank you for that. Special thank you to the guests for season three. Of course, a new season means a new giveaway. I'll be giving away a new iPhone 13. That bitch just came out, so you know the rules by now. Head over to the YouTube page if Maddie had a podcast. There's no need to like or subscribe. Just go ahead and leave a comment on a season three video to let me know that you need a new phone, and I will raffle that off in about a week's time. Also, just wanted to say... I really like where the show is right now. There's still a ton of people that I like to have on, but I think season three will be the final season. There's so much more to be done, and the show has gotten an incredible reception. Obviously, it's just that the show is everything I've wanted it to become, and it might be time to take a step back. Now, I don't want to 100% rule out a season four, but I also don't want to set an expectation for another drop in about six months or so. So I just wanted to leave you guys with that. Uh, now, as far as content in the future, I might do a Q&A. There's a lot of questions and comments from the Season 1 videos and the Season 2 clips on YouTube, and I haven't been ignoring those. I have seen those. I have not responded, so maybe I am ignoring those, I guess. But I have seen those, and I might do a Q&A. I've been thinking about that and mulling that over in my head about just answering those comments and questions for all three seasons. I might do that down the road in the future. I'm still thinking about that, but uh, enough talk. So let's bring this man in, Nate Frangillo, one of my best friends. He's been an unbelievable friend to me over the years. I played ball with him in school, but obviously remain very close. I'm texting or snapping his ass around the clock daily. Uh, we have a ton of funny stories to share, and we hope you enjoy. Here he is, Nate Frangillo. We now will come on. Nate Frangillo. This one is a very special one. Nate's got to be one of my best friends. We've gone through so much together. So happy that he came on season three. Really, really, really excited to record this with him. I think we just get right into uh, Colby Sawyer. Um, maybe talk about the first time we met. Sure. We, dude, we can talk about the first time we met. I think I met you at orientation. Was that right? I was going to say it had to be orientation out on the quad. Um... 
probably balls hot outside. <laughs> you know, the, the New York heat in New Hampshire. That's right, bro. And that was probably the first time, obviously not really knowing that we played, probably played baseball. But then um, I'd probably just say the first time we really got introduced was those, those long walks down to the field. I'd say when we'd have to walk down and all the seniors would be driving by waving to us. I'd probably say that was like the real time we started to, to get a, like a, a bonding a bonding session in. Me, you, and Mitch walking down to the field. That's right, bro. And, bro, you ever listen to Mez's episode? Yeah, no, I, I listened to all of them. Good stuff. I'm a, I'm a advocate of the show, so uh, huge fan of Buzz's work. I want to say that right now before I forget, before I get too misty. I did say you were shit on Mez's episode. You did. You that was. But that was me being competitive. You, we're 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 more than boys today. But I have to stick my hand up. I have to say, listen. I said flag. you were shit. I said you were shit. That was me being competitive. And you know what? I I just gotta be honest, bro. You you fucking. I mean, dude, you're you're a school legend. A school legend. Yo, dude, oh, you man. will absolutely make the Hall of Fame one day. I. T- I appreciate that. I appreciate it, but I don't know. I mean, no, you'll make it, bro. So, our story begins, right? So, of course, we graduate high school in 2013, right? So, we make it to school in the fall. We don't know each other, even though we could have known each other on another campus. You could have oh, ended yeah. up at McDaniel. I could have ended up at McDaniel, but we ended up going to Colby Sawyer, right? So, talk to me about your first impression of school what you were looking forward to, what were your expectations going to school? Yeah, so when I was going through the college process, my, which a lot of kids obviously that want to play a sport in college, you really don't think about like the schoolwork in itself or like the academics. Like I was like, oh, I want to play baseball in school. Like that's what I want to do. Like I don't care about anything else. So like I went through the process. I applied to 10 schools, got into all 10 of them. But um. I would say out of the 10, like seven or eight of them were division three, um, two of them were division one. And then I think one was division two, but like those ones, like being division one and division two schools, like there wouldn't be like a preferred walk on. Like it was right. a chance that I wasn't even going to make the team, let alone like if I even made the team, if I wasn't even going to play. So, um, I went with Colby Sawyer and it really wasn't that, um, long of a decision. I kind of got into the school. I went up, um, Broton showed the most interest in me through like email and he would text me and stuff and check in on like my games in high school and summer. But um, yeah, I just wanted to play baseball in school and I wanted to get a degree obviously and um, just have some fun. And uh, if I looking back at it, I would do it in a heartbeat again. I met some really cool people along the way. I was able to play baseball all four years. So that was basically it. I just wanted to play baseball and enjoy school. So that was basically the, uh, looking at what I wanted in a school environment. I think Kobe Sawyer was an easy choice based off of, I'm sure you took tuition into account. Yeah, that was a big thing too, obviously. They gave me a ton of money. So it was like one of those things you really couldn't couldn't turn that down, especially like I'm not going to the per, like the league. Right. Like no, I'm, we we weren't going to the league. Yeah, I wanted no. to have fun and go to school and enjoy myself. So it was yeah. like they're going to give me like a money to go there. And Look, if, okay. if anyone's going to the league, it's you over me. I'm just saying none of us were good enough to go to the league. So tuition was a big factor. We get there. You end up balling out. Would you look at me as more of a stunt double? Or I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel comfortable with saying that I was your backup. I would say that I was more of a stunt double sidekick. I would say 100%. 
Dude, that makes me you, feel great. <laughs> I mean, when I would go to the field on those nice, crisp 20-degree days and and we were playing long toss, I, it was like just one of those things I just felt comfortable, you know what I mean? Like, it just felt like I was playing catch in the backyard with my dad. Nah, I appreciate that. Kinda, I think after your freshman year, and for those of you who don't know, Nate was the rookie of the year He, he for the conference, not even – for a, that wasn't a paper plate award or any bullshit. I only said that you were shit because that's just me being competitive, bro. I mean, we play the same position, you know. I I I, I want to play just as much as you do. The only the, well, the sad reality is that I didn't play, and you did, and you made the most of your opportunities. So I like to think that I was more of a stunt double rather than a backup. You know, more of like a like a assistant, if you will. Well, you know, I was, more, I was more, of a, more of your assistant. You know I what would I mean? Say that you were more than <laughs> I an assistant. You, up, you know what baby. I mean? Like it's one of those things. Like people don't understand. Like baseball is just so it's such a mental sport, and you yeah. grind it out for all four years, and you have your ups and your downs. And definitely, like I had my downs. Like I, I didn't play perfect every game, let alone like I slumped, obviously. And it's one of those things that if you don't have like a core of friends on the team that are there to back you up you don't have a nucleus of guys around you that aren't there to pick you up when you're down like it's just going to be a long a long grinding season and obviously we had our ups and downs as a team you know um record wise so um i would definitely say no you were more than an assistant you were you know you were my boy obviously you have me on the show right now so no that's that's why it's one of those things that like it might sound cliche like if i was doing bad like obviously like it was because the people around me were able to pick me back up and I was able to kind of get back on track. But you were definitely the star of the team, though. Star of the team? I don't know. Star of the team. I don't want that limelight. Offensively. Though. Offensively? Yeah. I'd like to do what I, I could on offense. You know what I mean? Yeah. When we had our guys pitching, you know what I mean? I took that like a on like my shoulders to do what I could as my part of the team to like help out score runs where I, you know what I mean, where I could kind of manage manage my own game did you ever think that d3 was too easy though no i wouldn't once you I wouldn't once take... you yeah but you so you're a rookie of the year yeah going into your sophomore year did you ever mm-hmm. think that this was just too easy i ma- i mastered this at this point what's left for me to do no i wouldn't i wouldn't say i thought it was easy i wouldn't take that for granted one bit it's one of those things that you can play kids that are just as good at baseball division three than at division one it's just yeah it's just like the leagues and their abilities and things like that like kids fall through the cracks all the time whether they didn't get a fair shake in uh, high school or grades yeah, grades are a big thing yeah exactly so i never took that for granted i never thought like this is too easy at all um would i like to play at a higher level if i had the opportunity to yeah like just to test to see how good i was at baseball but that i think that i was like a stud or like a and all be all not a chance yeah. not a chance like i said i you know what i mean you you have your rude awakenings at points in baseball you know what i mean it's just one of those things you uh that's why like having good teammates you know yeah. teammates and a good backing like those are the big things oh but, for sure. um, but no i wouldn't i would never say that that um i was bigger or better than the game like than at the division three level not a chance no that we played against some good kids you are right. A lot of kids fall through the cracks. I think the yeah. separation from D1 and D3 is a lot slimmer than people think. You were so good, so young. It amazes me how humble you are. And, like, you went 
into your sophomore year of thinking that, you know, I got to do the same thing I did freshman year. This isn't going to be easy. I have to go in with the same approach. Bro, once you had not only it wasn't even your first your first year, it was your first game. Once you hit you went yard in your first game, and I think you I you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think you hit another ball off the fence your first game too. I could have. I know my first game it was against Fitchburg. Was against Fitchburg State. I think you hit you you went yard. I think you I hit did. another ball off the I fence. I know I I doubled. So I had a home run and a double in that game. I went two for four in that game, and I think the next game I went two for three or three for four. <laughs> Dude, in my head, I'm like, I'm not playing. <laughs> this but, kid is fucking killing it. I am, I've never seen the fucking starting lineup again. It was nice. You know, it was nice, but we get this, get this <laughs> off the chest right now. I hit a home run in my first college game. And then I didn't you hit a home it. run until Dude, it, my senior year. Well, first off, the home run your freshman year was a scene out of a movie. When I hit the ball, I thought it was going to be a pop-up. Like I said, it was like a f- typical Florida home run. You know, when you hit it on the sweet spot, but it just it just carried out. Um, I did. I stopped at second base because I thought it was a ground rule double. So I had like a kind of a Manny Ramirez moment where I, <laughs> I stopped and I was waiting for like the game, you know, I just like, well, why is everyone like looking at me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like, I didn't really get a clean trot out of it. <laughs> and then uh, Broughton, when I was around in third base, gave me a couple of, gave me a high five and I was like, I think that was gone. I was like, no, I didn't know it was gone. I thought it was a ground rule double. That's why I stopped at second base. It's just an iconic moment. And, you know, from then on, you just crushed it. Your playing career was very successful that's going to translate into the classroom but also the social setting my guy nate got so much still he had to make the sideline dash for his life this is freshman year your rookie of the year all you sweats just thinking about it (laughs) all you want to do is take your exam and head home, for, home the for the summer. That's it. That's it, bro. You just want to take your exam. I wanted to and take head that out. Bio 106 exam. Get out and get to my boy <laughs> Jacob Graney's nice ass Subaru Legacy. That's all I wanted. The car was already packed up. I'm just a Bio 106 with James Jukowski away from heading home for the summer. You're one exam away from heading home. For the summer. One exam. And you have one defender to beat. It is you and the goal line, and you have one defender to beat. I'm tell just going to have to tell you the bro. story right tell now. Tell me exactly tell what you, happened, by I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to leave anything out. It's pretty short and to the point. I'm going to start off because the exam was booty cheeks. I'm going to start right at the end of it. I'm, I'm just going A, B, C, D, D, C. Like, it's multiple choice, thankfully. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even care what I get on this exam. Like, I'm not even going to be an athletic training major after this semester. I'm going to sport management. So, there's this, uh, there's this person in the class, you know, sitting i don't know where where they were sitting not gonna name drop or anything we don't have to we don't have to give her name but there was a a female yes a female and uh i don't know if she was in in sequence with me on purpose or she didn't even finish the exam 
but I know when I handed in that exam, I felt a little pressure from behind. I know I felt the footsteps coming. You know, when you when you come across the middle of the field in football and you, you hear yep. the footsteps. Yep. So I yep. kind of had that, you know, that feeling in my head. So, you know, I was like, I'm just going to hand in this exam. I'm not going to look up. I'm just going to just go down the stairs and head out the door of Ivy. And um, I'm going down the stairs and I, I burst through the door and it's literally just a straight shot by the quad all the way to Colby Hall where my friends got the car ready to go. And I'm like maybe two or three steps out the door. All of a sudden I heard the door behind me swing open. I'm not turning around though. I'm, I'm going I'm going north south right now. All I hear is Nate, wait. <laughs> I was like, no, not today. <laughs> Let's just say that if you've seen people walk fast. I was walking pretty fast <laughs> and that walk turned into a brisk to almost run when I heard I need to give you a hug before you go home for the summer. And let's just say I got north south real quick. Like we always say, like I looked up in the Jumbotron to see where the defender was and I knew who it was. You knew exactly who it was. Trying to ball hawk me from behind like D DK Metcalf coming down to get me at the goal line <laughs> i was i was huffing and puffing i told jg i was like i was like start the car let's get out of here <laughs> mr mr get me out of here <laughs> yeah i was i was terrified i was i don't even know if it's gonna come back to colby Sawyer after that you know it was one of those things that if i was gonna have that happen to me every day after an exam i don't think i could have done that for uh, another three years so bro you barely made knew it that said woman was chasing you from behind I'm surprised. On a bad hamstring. Oh, yeah. My hamstring was ready to pop at any second. You dodged that. Campus safety. That's more impressive than your Rookie of the Year award, in my opinion. The fact that you were, you outran the beast that was chasing you from behind. She, listen, Nate, she wanted a hug. We all know she wanted a little bit more than a hug. And you were able to hit the sideline, check the jumbotron, and just get that ball yeah, I got over north, the north-south real quick. I got north-south real quick. I, was, I wasn't having that happen to me. My, my summer officially started as soon as I passed that exam. In. So I was going to start my summer off with a, a bang like that. No way. <laughs> Going... I'm getting down the sideline. That was one of the many instances of females literally running after you. You've had several instances where girls are literally chasing you, right? Tell me about the time, the confessional in the hallway, Burpee Hall, you get the confession. Oh, yeah, the confession. The, the, the the like, express your love confession that's right so it was a so thursday or friday night and um there wasn't really anything going on there was a kid in my dorm i can name Ed, edson edson, edson yeah. yeah edson was with us and um he was like oh i gotta run over to see this kid like do you want to come with me we really probably do some shots. I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, come over, like, for a little bit. Like, wasn't going to take a long time. And we go over, and um, we're, like, taking shots in the room. And there's probably, like, a couple people in there. Like, a lot of the girls from the basketball team. And um, all of a sudden, like, you know, the person comes in, whatever. And everyone's still socializing. Everyone's having a good time. And 
and they try to bring me out of the room, you know? Just, I'm like, no, like, I'm chilling, like, I'm vibing right yeah, now. Yeah, she says, hey, Nate, there's something in the hallway I want you to check out. Yeah. You know? Let's, yeah. Let's go for a little talk, you know? Yeah. Let's go for a walk. Exactly. It's one of those things, like, I'm a couple of shots deep, I'm feeling good, I'm vibing in the room, like, everything's going fine, and... Like, I don't care if they're there, like, as long as they just, you know what I mean? Like, they can talk yeah. and socialize, but, like, don't make this, like, awkward. Like, don't make me have to go up there and then, like, right. you're probably not going to like the things I, you know what I mean? So, yeah. like, I, I, like, was, like, whatever. Like, she's kind of making, like, it up me on the spot with everyone looking and stuff. So, like, I go out there. And then she starts, like, drops this, like, atomic bomb of, like, like, confession. Like, go, like, I think we'd be, like, good together and all this stuff. And I was just, like... I was letting her talk like I'm not like trying to be mean or anything, but it's just like one of those things that it just it's just not the time and place. So I was very nice about it. Like I just kind of told her how I felt like straight up, like just didn't think anything of it. Like just thought I'd like be best as friends, kind of just like in that aspect. Oof. And I got the, the the meanest stare down and she went nasty. Y'all. Ah. nasty I was, ah. And then I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was, I, I didn't want to be like that guy, but like it was just terrible. I was like, oh, great. Oh, dude. But I was you like, were, there's nothing. It was a lose lose. Like, it was, it was a, a lose lose. And like, I didn't it, want to get to that point, but like, she just I, kept poking the bear. And I, and I was, was being lose, nice. Lose. You know, when you're the big man on campus, you attract a lot of sexy females, but you also attract some of the lesser sexy females. And unfortunately, when you want to break the news, that you think that things are better as friends, they don't really take it that well. It did not go well. It did not go well. Ah. And it was one of those things that I don't, I, will, I wouldn't want to say that I'm an awkward person, but, like, it was awkward every time you see that person in the calf because it was such a small yeah. school. And then I would try to give a simple wave, and it was just kind of like death beams right back at me. I was like, oh, whatever. Yeah, no. Like, you brought it upon yourself. Like It wasn't my fault. However... I do want to say this about Nate. Nate got forced into a lot of unnecessary situations. Now, we're both in our mid-20s. We've gotten, I'd say, a fair amount of female attention in our day. I have never gotten the female attention to the point where I've had a woman insist that I feel her (laughs) personal belongings. (laughs) (laughs) I need you to tell me right now about the woman that made you feel her personal belongings and held that against your will. All right. (laughs) That's that's a wild story. Uh, Yeah, so obviously no name drops. But, um, so it was a... I don't even know. It could be like a Tuesday or a Wednesday night. Middle of the week. Yeah, middle of the week, like random night. Nothing's going on. We're playing video games in, in Mitchell's room. Yeah. Playing 2K. Playing playing Begonis. <laughs> and like all of a sudden, like this person comes into the room. And like we're playing 2K, obviously, like nothing of it. Like they're chilling with us. And, like, I don't even know how it came up. I know, like, I was shirtless. Maybe Begonis was shirtless. And that person was like, oh, like, your nipples are so small. Like, this and that. Like, just insisting on, like, just beating this to death. Like, talking about these nipples, right? And I was like, oh, like, yeah, you think you got better nipples? And I was like, whatever. Like, joking around. 
She's like, oh, no, yeah, I do. And I was just like, oh, like, whatever, like, whatever, like, just kept playing video games. But, like, then she kept insisting more about it, you know what I mean? So I'm just, like, thinking to myself, like, where is this going? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what in the <laughs> world? Like, I'm I'm losing by 30 to, to this kid who's using Tony Parker the whole time, shooting three-pointers, and now I'm you making fun of my, like, penny-sized nipples? <laughs> like, what in the world? So, um, all of a sudden, I don't, I don't even know, like one thing led to another and all of a sudden it was just like, Oh, you want to see? And I was like, and I was like, what? (laughs) Oh, want to see him? And I was like, sure. (laughs) (laughs) And all of a sudden, boing, boing, (laughs) (laughs) they were out and about. (laughs) And I was just like, Jesus Christ. What happened with the crab apple? Oh my god! These <laughs> stories—the crab apple story. I'll tell you the crab apple story. That's actually one of my favorite <laughs> stories. It's one of my favorite stories. It was a Halloween night. I was Benny the Jet. Benny the Jet from Sandlot. Yeah, yeah, right from Sandlot. Yeah, we okay. all dressed up from uh, for Halloween. We all were different uh, Sandlot characters. And um, yeah, I know I was talking to this really cool person, and. Um, you know, I mean, you know, we're just talking, obviously, and like, they came over to the house for the party. We had a big party at the house, big Halloween party, and then obviously one thing led to another. We like went up to the to the room and stuff, and um, you know, we're we're hanging out in my room. You know, stuff's happening. You can use your imagination. All of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, like, like we heard a boom, like a loud bang, like a big bang bang right off the window i was like what the fuck is that like like you know what i mean like when yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff's going on and all of a sudden you yeah, just hear yeah, like yeah. your window about to break and all of a sudden like another one went boom right off the window and then another one went boom and i was like what the so i like i look out the window and i see the void peters and mitchell and maybe greenie now there. i don't know if greenie was there i don't think greenie wouldn't have interrupted greenie's a good dude he wouldn't have interrupted but all of a sudden, I heard, he's in there right now. <laughs> Throw another one. And it was Devoid. <laughs> so Devoid, I don't know who was in charge of that whole thing. Could have been Devoid. But all I know is there was crab apple juice all over my uh, window in, in the middle of <laughs> it. Was, it was a great time. It was a great night. And then next morning, a crab apple all over my window <laughs> from, from Devoid, Mitchell, and, and Peters humming them in my window. <laughs> loud bangs <laughs> bro that is the best it's like you're not getting any ass so you sabotage your friend for getting ass that is fucking great yeah he's throwing crab apples in my window <laughs> he knows I need total concentration <laughs> and these weren't just like light throws like they weren't just like like little like throws like up the window Bing. they were like they were thrown yeah, hard I mean, dude, with they're force. They're baseball players. We yeah. got good arms. Yeah, yeah I absolutely. mean, one of the, if one of them went through the window and hit me in the head, I would be on the DL. Like they, <laughs> those were some mean throws. Like I think, I think that day we should have been playing Colby Sawyer baseball with crab apples. <laughs> we would have been the best crab apple team in the league. Let's wrap this up, right? All right, so we got my guy Nate, one of my best friends. You know, I love you, my guy. Love Appreciate you, you for coming I on love the you show too. Thank you for having me on the show. Absolutely, absolutely. My guy, I gotta be one hundred percent with you, always, right. right? I gotta, I believe in transparency. I always gotta be real, right? Right, right. 
I'm sticking my hand up right now. I'm fully admitting. I was the one that put salt in your chowder. <laughs> I know. You finally admitted to it. It took, I took you like me five, seven years. Seven years to admit that. <laughs> I knew it was you, but you never admitted to it. Hand up, finally. Oh my god. It was already worse enough. They put like chopped up, like diced up tomatoes in clam chowder. <laughs> And then I leave for one second to go get, like, a drink, and I come back, and this pound of salt or whatever was in my chowder, and I'm like, taste it. This is terrible. (laughs) How much salt did you put in that? That was a ton of salt. I think you you unscrewed the top and just Yeah, you must have dumped the whole thing in there. I was like, this is the worst clam chowder I've ever tasted. (laughs) Who was sitting at that table that didn't? Bro, just the entire team, like me. That was the worst clam. That was the worst thing. I've had a lot of bad things there at that school, but that was the worst thing. (laughs) It was painful. Like I had to drink like two glasses of water right after because it was so salty. (laughs) And that was my favorite thing though at Colby Store was the clam chowder. You know what? Honestly, that was probably mine too. It was. It was a good. Yeah. I don't think I had clam chowder (laughs) after that. Was like sophomore year too. (laughs) That was sophomore year college. I didn't have clam chowder the rest of my time. I'm